Keep It Classy is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. An owl boy, half boy, half owl, is peeping through the bedroom window of a woman who is undressing. When she takes off her bra, he sees, and we see, that instead of nipples, she has tiny live mice on her breasts. Every owl boy's fantasy. (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) Submit! Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Keep It Classy, your first stop for all things fighting games. Now listen, if you like the podcast, feel free to check out our website at keepitclassy.podbean.com or drop us a line, keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Keep It Classy. Your first stop for all things fighting games. This is round eight of the most wonderful podcast you will ever listen to, past, present, or future. As always, my name is Keith Barletta, a.k.a. Pockbell, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. David Ivey, a.k.a. Savage. Hello, hello. How you doing, Savage? How, how you feeling? We've been, we've been gone for a week. We're back. You know, you know, I've been on a little bit of a bender lately, so now I'm a little hungover, actually, so... <laughs> There's been some intense drinking happening here. It's it's been too much. Well, before we talk about what we're going to get on this week, we got iTunes, ladies and gentlemen, and you need to check us out. We are on iTunes, and we have many five stars that we need to take from you guys. We need reviews. We need five stars. We need you guys to get on iTunes. We need you to review us. If you like, uh, if you like the podcast, feel free to review us on our website as well. It is keepitclassy.podbean.com. Or if you just want to say what's up, we love you, you know, toss us an email, keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. That's where you're going to talk to us. Now, this, just, yeah, ASL, let us know, age, sex, location, where are you from, what you like. <laughs> you know, it'll be great. ASL, uh, really? Age, sex, I, location? It's, what? Isn't that, I don't know. Isn't that what we it feels a little weird, you know, like, oh, all right, that's cool. Wait, wait, did we not start this podcast for... No, it's just like eight sex location. I want to know if you're my type and in my area, keeping it classy. <laughs> I thought we, I yeah. thought, maybe I, maybe I had this all wrong the whole time. Isn't, don't you play fighting games to pick up chicks? <laughs> yeah, oh man. <laughs> Let me just tell you, when I used to go to the arcade, I used to be swimming in pussy, man. <laughs> oh, with my sweatpants, you know, they they love the sound of those quarters jiggling in my pockets. Actually, I had to I, beat them off with a stick. In my sweatpants, I did. <laughs> oh God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I used I used to rollerblade, get bitches all the time. I'm a pretty white guy. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Whatever. Some of us have to work for hours, all right? <laughs> yeah, with a little bit of chloroform and some fast action, you can accomplish anything. Hey. So so this week... <laughs> you ever run down an alley with a white woman over your shoulder? <laughs> I not. <laughs> Exercise. This week, what you can expect from us, we're going to try... We, we've got a... Uh, 
a new thing that Savage and I are both trying, a new a new therapy that we're both going through here that we're going to talk <laughs> a little bit about. <laughs> we're going to talk about news and current events. We're talking about uh, the fundraisers are over for Evo. We're going to talk about who came out on top, and we're going to talk a little bit about what it means for the fighting game community. And our main topic for today, we're going to talk mainly about good character design versus bad character design. Some examples of uh, what it takes to make the perfect fighting game character. And our character of the week this week is the raging demon, Akuma. Bam! Right? Bam. Akuma. <laughs> he chops submarines in half, man. Yeah. Balls deep. He chops submarines and twelves in half. Oh, 12. See, perfect for our character design. <laughs> Just, uh, 12. But anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. So, so okay, so when I say, we talked in the previous episode, I believe it was the previous episode, it might have been episode 6, where we talk about uh, doing a set amount of games with a character before you figure out whether it's what you like. Well, what we're doing here on the show is Savage and I have each, are each picking up all the fighting games that are out there, and we're playing 100 games with each of them, just to get in there, see what's going on, and to really, uh, you know, really, really find what is what fits for us, you know, what's the best thing to do. You know, we've all got our favorite things, but we're branching outside the box, and that's why I say it's therapy, because we're going outside our comfort zone to find yeah. games that... You know, we can really go in depth with that we might otherwise not go into depth with. You call it therapy. Is to me, it's like sitting on my balls. I just regret it every time I do it, and I'm amazed that I keep doing it. <laughs> so for me, my I've gotten like 50 plus games into mine. My first game, which isn't outside my comfort zone, but it is because I hate it. Uh, I'm doing Street Fighter X Tekken. <laughs> like I'm like 50 plus games in there. I'm playing. I got my King Paul team. And there is, uh, it is just a struggle. And, you know. It sounds like you're having tons of fun. No, it's, it's, it's the net code and the, the lag and the cheesy. And you know what it is? Is I play, I do, uh, when I do rank, I do only rank matches online and I do, um, any skill level. And the guys who are like 9,000 battle points or whatever, (laughs) who are like, I've got, I've won like, Five million games, and I don't lose with this team. Their combos are still A B C launch, C C spe- like heavy punch special move, and that's it. Like that's still their combos. Heavy punch super, heavy punch E X super. You know, like whatever. That's, what more do you need, man? That's all their combos. It's not fancy. I'm not getting hit with a 600 hit combo here. It's literally the same thing that I could be doing. Uh, at my level, and I would you would think that would make me go, well, awesome, I could be just like this dude, and then I look <laughs> like, no, no, I can't, because I have self-respect. <laughs> oh, man, you know what, to everyone else out there, it sounds like you just don't want it bad enough. Well, so, <laughs> I don't, I don't want it that bad, I mean, I want it bad enough to play it, but like... You know, I'm picking just my two characters, and I'm going through it and just seeing how what I learned about this game. Because I played it, but I haven't really sat down and gave it an intensive amount of study. Uh, it's just kind of, I played it a bunch when it came out, and then it kind of sat and collected dust on my shelf. And I watched it's all so, of it. 
It's so simple. All you got to do is hit them a couple of times and then run out the clock. Done. I actually just did that before we started the podcast. <laughs> I hit a guy who's playing Yoshimitsu. I got the life lead. There was like 20 seconds left, and I just sat there with Paul. I'm like, come at me, bro. You know what? You know I'm just going to fuck you up. He's like, no, I'm going to spin my little blit. Oh, time ran out. I'm like, yeah, now we're both ashamed of ourselves, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah see that's that game is uh is, is doing it man it's winning right now so what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh each each week i think we're gonna start the show off with talking a little bit about what we're playing now how we feel about it some things that we're noticing and just just general gripes and 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 hard-ons that we have about our various games so savage sure. you, you got uh which which one are you focusing on right now I'm doing Arcana Heart. Okay, so I downloaded Battle Fantasia and Arcana Heart because they're both two obscure games that people hear about. I keep hearing about, and people are really into, but I've never touched them. And also, it kept me from having to play Super Fire X Tekken or any other crappy game. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Looked up Battle Fantasia, right? Like, all right, we find out about this, and they're like, all right. So first thing I look up, and they're like. This is faggy bullshit that was filler between Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> and so I started, like, shifting through the internets, right? I'm going to find one, like, conclusive, like, good review. So this guy does a review. He's all right, here's what this is. Arc System wanted to make a 3D game, I mean, a 2D game with 3D character sprites. All right, cool. I'm with that. And I are. And then they wanted to get women into it. I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, uh, we're going to make it easy to play, but hard to master. I'm like, everyone says that. It always is terrible. And so I'm like, all right, all right, it's cool. I'm just going to keep reading, right? So what they did is simple, light, medium, heavy button. And then, no, yeah, like two, like, no, I'm sorry. Light, light punch, heavy punch, light kick, heavy kick, and then a parry button. I'm like, a parry button? Hmm, huh, I'm intrigued. It's not as good as a parry in Street Fighter in the sense where you, the advantage you get from it isn't as, as good, but what it does is it makes both characters stop in their tracks, and the guy that actually does a successful parry comes out a couple frames ahead so you can block or do whatever you need to do, right? So I'm like, I'm cool with that. And since you don't have a you don't have an air block, works. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then there's like more advanced mechanics you can do with the parry. So someone comes at you and you do forward in the parry button, you'll slap them and they'll spin and you can do a combo. If they come at you low, you hit down forward and parry, you'll do a wall bounce and fuck them up. Or then you get those mixed up. The point is, I looked it up. I'm interested now, right? Yeah. So I'm like, how would you make this game for women? And so Arc Systems thought was, listen, we might as well just make an okay, a good game that you can get into, I think every character at most has like five moves. And I'm like, all right. And then for chicks, we're going to fill it with a fuck ton of story. It's like a book. I started the game up. I'm like, what story mode? There was like a wall of text. I'm like, I'm just going to come back later, right? I'm like, I'll come back. It's a simpler game. Let me check out Arcana Heart, right? Let me get let me get the weird shit out of the way first. So I do Arcana Hearts 3. Yeah, Anyone knows anything about that game? Let me break it down to you, because it's it's ever so weird. It's like 23 chicks, and there's a chick for every type of Japanese fetish you want in there, man. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just, 
I got the junior high kid that's in a fucking floating in a ball of goo that's a grappler for some reason. It gets weird. But uh, what I love is whenever she gets a hard knockdown, she falls with her ass in the air. Just weird. You got different types of schoolgirls. I got a nun in there. It's all it's all gravy, right? But I'm like, all right. I'm going to try this out. There's a bitch in there with a doll and a suitcase that attacks people. I'm like, that's creepy and weird. I'm going to try that. So I pick her. I pick the character. Then there's a whole nother selection screen because there's like 24 different arcanas. I don't know what they are because this game is absolute bare bones. It goes story, arcade, replays, network. <laughs> oh, and options. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, uh, all right, what's this? I'll pick this one. I, I think I threw explosive dice. That was like something I did. I don't know where that came from. And I'm just doing shit, and I can't even beat the computer. And there's this is a, this is this is the other thing. There's light, medium, heavy, and a homing button, which drags you to the person you're fighting. Which, if you don't know what you're doing, will get you fucked up. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, please well, hit me in the face button. Why do I keep going towards this bitch? She is fucking me up. Why is my doll not like out? Like why is my doll inside? The suitcase bitch i need you outside the suitcase it was just it was too much so i've literally spent all all pretty much all this week downloading and reading about arcana hearts 3 because it has literally blown my mind and they're just like and I, I just i finally found a website today that gives you suggested arcanas for your character because every other website is like experiment Get outside of the box. I'm like, there's 24 of these fucking things, man. There's, that means I got to try the same character 24 times before I realize I'm just not going to make it work. Yeah. And you know what? You said it, and it's something I've been thinking about a lot. Because I've been trying to think about why, you know, easy to learn, hard to master bugs me as a sort of thing that people do to get into fighting games. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's sort of your that's people's go-to for this is how you can get into this fighting game, right? We'll make this fighting game easy to play, hard to, or easy to learn, hard to master. And that's everyone's go-to. And it's really, really fucking people over. And you want to know why? And the reason why, um, or rather, the, the way you're going to make a game, like, uh, bring new players in, is you have to make a game where it's fun to lose. You have to make a game where it's fun to lose over and over and over again. And that comes from good character design, like, you know, building characters where you do ridiculous shit and you get a couple of, and you can get some hits in, but it doesn't, you know. Like in Smash Bros., you don't care if you lose because you're throwing Pokeballs and you're calling fire from the sky and you're just doing shit. And it's a game where it's fun to lose. Uh, at, at a at a you know medium to ver- to beginner skill level, and that's oh. so you can go back and you know, and 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 really enjoy the game. It's got nothing to do with how easy it is. If you aren't having fun losing, uh, the game is not really going to be something. Because I sure as shit ain't having fun losing in Street Fighter X Tekken. I get beat by the cheesiest, most simple, retarded shit ever, and I'm like. All right, let me try and jab. Let me do some footsie stuff. Let me try and jump in here and use some special moves. Let me try and mix them up with my fucking two grappling throws, one that only works when he's standing and one that only works when he's crouching on my foot this fucking table. But anyway. <laughs> you know what the fuck thing is? It's fun to lose at. 
can I can I just ask you this question? Is it fun to win in that game? It, it's <laughs> it's sort of like it's sort of like after you eat eat uh, like a really really shitty cheeseburger. You know, and you're like, man, that was fun while I was eating it, but I am gonna be shitting blood in a good five minutes. <laughs> like, it's 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 sort of like that, where you're playing, and I'm like, oh sweet, I'm awesome, I got some cool hit and then I won, I was like, man, I didn't, I suck at this game. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't really. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I will give Arcana Hearts this: if you can get past. The uh, the weird like you know Japanese schoolgirl fetish thing they got going on there. There's a lot of interesting characters there because there was a bitch in a robot suit that beat the fuck out of me in that game that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, oh cool, we're all little girls here, and all of a sudden this bitch jumps in a robot and just starts whooping my ass. And I'm like, oh shit, there's robots. This is crazy. So I will say there's interesting characters. It was just it was so much to take in all at once without any kind of tutorial or like, hey, this is the game. So, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, none of that. It was just like, boom, here's a deep end. Don't drown. I'm like, I'm drowning. Oh, <laughs> uh, this- yeah. Right. Well, so we're going to keep you guys updated as we as we go through these uh, from week to week. You know, how far we got in, I am going to try and burn through the rest of mine before the week is out. Uh, but, you know, we're going to keep you updated as we move through these different games and uh, and uh, give you some more in-depth commentary. So, so for those of you who didn't listen to one of our previous episodes, Evo 2013, in a nutshell, biggest fighting game event of the year. There you have seven... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this goddamn chair. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, if you five-star us, we are still in the market for a new chair for Savage. So, uh, you know... The more five stars, the more likely he is to buy a new chair. Just, just saying. I'm sorry. Every time I shift my weight, it's trying to give up the ghost. I won't let it die. <laughs> so, Evo 2013, uh, biggest fighting game event of the year. They have seven games on the roster now, with an eighth game that was sort of open, and they had a bunch of games on the list that had the chance to basically compete to be the eighth game at this huge fighting game tournament. And the way you win is they have a, a donation drive for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Whatever game raises the most money for breast cancer research would be the game that win that gets to be featured at Evo as the eighth game at Evo. The game that won is, drumroll, 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 Smash Brothers Melee. No, oh, fuck you. It is. No, oh, fuck you, that's not true. It's true. Smash Brothers Melee is going to be your eighth game at Evo 2013 for raising over $94,000. Are you breast kidding? Cancer. I didn't even... Are you kidding me? I, I am not shitting you, dude. I, uh, I'll kill someone. I'll go to Vegas just to kill as many of those fucks. Are they going to hang out with the GameCube controllers down there? <laughs> Everybody bring your own GameCube controllers where the C-stick let, like <laughs> grip has been worn off from all that smashing you're doing. And then fucking Meta Knight can come down there and win the tournament. Ninety-four I'm, grand. I'm fascinated. Like I, I haven't been. It's been like six years since I've been in a melee tournament. <laughs> like it's, it's like we're gonna see nothing but Falco, Fox, Marth, and just the saddest people. 
But you know what? If they ninety four thousand dollars to breast cancer is nothing to scoff at. That's that's yeah, huge. Fuck that. Fuck that. I will say that's great because God knows we gotta save titties. Shit, I got titties, but I still am not cool with them beating out Skullgirls. Uh, well, but here's the thing. So here's the kicker. So Skullgirls raises $78,000. And for their get- contribution, they're going to be featuring the top eight of Skullgirls on stream EVO 2013. So you will get to see Skullgirls at EVO 2013. And that is a big fucking deal, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big fucking deal because we have talked for the longest time about how this is the greatest fighting game on the market right now. It just is. And it's a $15 game you can get on PlayStation uh, Network, and you need to pick it up and play it. It's just that good. It's got the best tutorial system, best character design, and as long as you get past uh, the weird uh, character for every fetish thing, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to love this fucking game. And we're excited because this is a chance for, for people who are, are, are indie hipster nerds like us. It's exciting for us because this is a game that needs more exposure. It needs – because it's such, a, it's such a masterpiece for the amount of money that it took to make it and for, you know, for the, for the things that are going on in this game. Um, and – it's a big deal for the fighting game scene because when you see games like this put up next to games like, you know, Street Fighter X Tekken, Super Smash Bros. Melee, you know, like you're going to see, you're going to look at all these things and you're going to see like, what's this Skullgirl shit? Okay, whatever. And you're going to look at it and it's going to be so fucking cool. It's going to be so cool and you're going to be like, oh my god, I'm going to buy this game. And then maybe we'll start seeing it as a regular tournament roster game. You know, Probably I want good. this. I want it to get out of the niche. I want it to be a main, a headliner game or something similar to it. You know, because if, you know what, this game has potential to just be uh, something that can bring new people in. Yes, because it's just it's it's got the basics set up so well. None of that weird shit. No weird frame data links, like all that strange shit that you you hear fighting game guys talk about that you don't understand. So I do a combo. I went one, two, three, four in a rhythm, and I got that. I got that guy the combo. Yeah, and all the there's no weird timing. Every combo has uh, the but the the I guess the timing between button presses is the same regardless of the combo. So the combo could have you know you're like one three two two four five you know like whatever you're pushing whatever buttons, but it's not like one, two three four. Four or five, you know, it's not like it's not we, you know, it's not confusing. It's it's if you're pushing the buttons in the rhythm, you're gonna get the combo that you want. Uh, yeah. They have custom assists. They have custom assists. Custom <laughs> assists. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means that you can. Well, first of all, the game can be played like Marvel. It can be played, or it can be played like a normal Blaze Blue game, where you can choose to have up to three characters playing for you. The, le- the more characters you have, the less health and the less damage each of them have and do. So, you know, some characters benefit from, you know, having just them and another character. Some people need a full team. Some people can function by themselves. And you can just put together your own thing. And not only that, when you get uh, a character, they don't just have three assists like in Marvel. You pick what move you want them to do when you push the button to have them come in. 
You know what it reminds me of? It's like they talked before they got into a death match with a bunch of other people. <laughs> like, all right, here's what you're going to do. You're going to come out, you're going to slam your umbrella on the ground, make that explosion, okay? Then I'm going to do my combo. Cool, cool. Yeah. It's not like in Marvel where I'm like, listen, Hagar, I need you to come out and I need you to do your command grab while I lock him down with my throat. And he's like, listen, listen, listen. That's bullshit. I can only, like, spin and I got, like, a pipe. And, you know, I'm not doing any of that other shit. And they're like, but, well, okay, well, how about you, Doom? Like, can I can I get you to, like, come out, you know, and do you that weird, like... Doom what to do. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> Doom's like, Doom has three moves, and Doom will only use those three moves in an assist. Because Doom saves it for the prime time. You know, it's like... <laughs> it's retarded. And so, custom assist, it's a huge deal. You put in your own assists, or they have ones you can choose from if you don't want to think of something. It's you know, it's, it's awesome. Best tutorial in the world. They walk you through every single thing you'll ever need to know to get started, not just beating the computer, but playing online competitively with a, with a character. Solid and, online, too. I love it. Yeah, solid, solid net code. Don't get any fucking lag in that game. You know, and not only that, we're going to get into the good character and bad character design, but they have a very diverse cast. No two characters play the same, and they all are really well designed. If you can get, here's the only flaw to this game, and that is that everyone has is like hypersexualized and has. Yeah, our our designer must have been going through the roughest drought of his life. He's like, man, I'm starting to forget what pussy looks like. It's just, he must have been, I feel for him, he must have been suffering, because there's no way he could draw, like, this one is a nurse, her tits are falling out of her fucking shirt, and I think she has band, like, band-aids on her nipples, like, yeah, she's got uh, band-aid nips, and she's got a thermometer tucked in between her cleavage that heats up whenever she does moves. (laughs) (laughs) It's so... Uh, it's so over the top. I swear. I did, uh, yeah. If we can get past that, yeah, I think we'll be okay. I actually you know, think that one of the only reasons that this game isn't more popular out of the box is the lack of male characters to go with these crazy females. It's true. I don't. I don't usually go for playing female characters. I don't know why. That was like, I'm like, oh no, dudes, you kidding me? Like, uh, I always feels weird. We would play a game that I take very seriously and do it with a female character. It's like, uh, this is weird. The only time it didn't weird me out was with Bayonetta, but that bitch had shotguns in her high heels. I don't know. It <laughs> worked for me. But like every other game, I'm like, oh, this is just weird. Give me a male character. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, but the game is, you know, I am so excited for this for this game i'm so excited to see it at evo and you know i'm excited for melee too you know because like i said it's been like pre, like college like pre-college but since i actually cared about melee because i used to play competitively and play at all, all the local tournaments and shit like that and i was it was weird because i was the only guy that played mario and i beat so many marths oh shit but i'm like man that's like that was a that's a while ago, guys. And not only that, here's what here's the reason it's weird for me. When you play, when you set up a melee tournament, 
there's always like the rules billboard, you know, where you have you don't really think about that in a fighting game where there's rules within the rules, but in melee it's like there's the billboard. You're not doing this stage, this character, this item, this 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 this. There's all these extraneous rules wherever you go. It always reminded me of playing like Foursquare in third grade or whatever. <laughs> you go out, and if you go to somebody else's Foursquare court, you're going to just be out 100% of the time because you're not going to know the rules of their Foursquare game. You know? The, it's, like, it's like that with the, with Melee. I don't know how they're going to do it. Did you see the article they had for Yukin where they all agreed to ban Meta Knight finally? Yeah, because... Uh, they're like, this is a big deal. I'm like that game's been dead for like eight years. <laughs> like, well, no, this is this is melee. This is not uh, brawl. They're not doing meta. You're not going to see Meta Knight. This is this this is the GameCube with you know. Uh, oh my god! So this isn't yeah. even the newest one. No, it's the second one, dude. It's it's the second oh, game where. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult you. By... No, it's it's got wave dashing. In my opinion, it's I actually have more fun playing the new one than I had playing melee. Blasphemy, I know, but yeah, no, melee is it's with the weird, you know, wave dashing shit where everyone has that like that really cheesy Falco loop that they can do where you do the reflector into the toe spike and everybody plays Marth because he's he's so fucking broken where you hit him with the tip of the sword and it does a ton of damage and yeah, it's it's gonna be way less. Interesting than than brawl would so, be. So no Sonics, no weirdness. No, it's not gonna be. It's there's gonna be no weirdness. It's gonna be three characters, and the only people that are, I don't know. I'm not gonna hate on it beforehand because I, like I said, I play. I will hate on it so I, much. <laughs> I got. I have excited. nothing good to say about it. But it's one of those games where before the game starts. There's only, you know, you can only play certain stages, you can only play certain characters, you can only play certain items. I think they do no items for Melee uh, most of the time, you know, or very specific items, depending on what it is. And it's just, you know, it's fun as a party game. It's just, It's like if someone was like, we're going to bring Dragon Ball Tentaichi to fucking Evo. Well, first of all... It is balanced. It, that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make here is it's not going to be fun to watch. Tenkaichi, watching Goku blow up the planet with a spirit bomb is going to be fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Touche. All right. But watching people wave dash around the stage, you know, it, it's not it's not, a, it's not a, going to be a fun thing to watch. But we'll see. You know, maybe they get surprised. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just – I'm a little taken aback with Skullgirls making 78K – and still losing to Smash Brothers. I'm still, I'm reeling. I'm sorry. I gotta get my composure back. They're I'm, saving a lot of titties, man. A lot, a lot of titties. So, yeah. So let's move on to our main topic. Our main topic, we're talking about good character design versus bad character design. Now, we've got a lot of, uh, well, a lot of different things to say about this topic. But what we're gonna do first is try to sort of break down uh, what it means to have a good character and what it means to have a bad character. Now, literally, I think I could break down a good, like, good character design versus bad character design universally. Doesn't matter what game it is or how many moves you have or this, that, or the other thing. 
good character design versus bad character design always comes down to options. It always comes down to what your character can do from a list of things that all characters in all fighting games need to be able to do in some way, shape, or form. Does that make sense? So, for example, you know, I would argue that every character needs to be able to needs to have a good anti-air, right? That's that's something that I would argue. So, you mean a Shoryuken? No, a Shoryuken is an anti-air, <laughs> anti-special move, anti-ultra, anti-ground, anti-anything in a straight line in front of them. That is not an anti-air. A good anti-air is Tager having half-body invincibility and being able to grab you out of the air if he times it right. That's what that. That's what a good anti-air is. I don't know, man. I, I still good think anti-air that... is Sagat's tie kick. If you hit them in, the, if you position yourself properly, you can anti-air them good. You know, I think that every good character design versus bad character design always comes down to options. What do you think? No, no, no. <clears throat> that's the that's the word options because just because this is how you think whenever you get really fucked up you're like what options did i have to keep me from getting fucked up and when you're playing certain characters like a grappler in a capcom game or 12 you realize you just did or oh oh here's the here's the best offender or q you realize you just didn't have any options other than to take that dick with some grace (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like uh sometimes you're just like, oh i'm just not that guy you know some dudes get to give it and some dudes just gotta take it and i guess i'm the dude that's gonna take it this time yeah and and you know people think that uh, a character that succeeds at tournaments is a character uh is, is an example of good character design and that's not true it's an example of bad character design well you Whenever... see all of the character yeah yeah, and and not only that, when I when you have good character design versus bad character design, bad character design happens when you have one move that does multiple things. So, for example, the Shoryuken, I think is a terrible character trait. Like like let's take it let's take a traditional well, Street Fighter 4 Shoryuken Ryu. That thing interrupts anything everything from ultras to supers to regular special moves to anything in the air, to anything on the ground, right? Like, that's that's what it does. And it's, it's they're like, it's an anti-air. And if all that, and the reason it's bad is because if it was really an anti-air, then you would only be able to really use it against someone in the air. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be something where it just burns everything. And it's bad design because it's one special move that goes through multiple, that fills multiple roles. You know what I mean? No, no I feel you. Because <clears throat> I think of the flash keys being an anti-air. Because if you're close enough to him, yeah, he'll clip you with it. But if he times that wrong, he's just going to jump over you when you're doing your flash kick and fuck you up. And it's got a little bit of wind-up to it, so you can't just throw it out there. And it has to be charged, so you have to wait a second to do it. Yeah, you got to just, like, you just do Actually, I, I, I love, uh, what is it, Giles? Giles standing like, America, uppercut is an anti-air. I love that shit. <laughs> they come at you, you're like, America! You just punch them in the face and they back off. I love that. Yeah, but that's only really good 
for stop punching someone up under their ass when they jump in on you. It's a true. That is an example of a good anti-air. You know, a sure you can is bad character design, at least the, in the most current in its most current form, because it just it gets used for everything. You know, in a game with no air blocks, is it is king. It's king, and people underestimate that because like you just gotta anticipate it. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. It goes. <laughs> you. It's a tool that. Yes, there are. You know, if you're gonna meta it and be like, oh well, I could do a five hit combo instead of a four hit combo. It does more damage if I don't use the sure you. Come on. If you, <laughs> if you have a move that works for everything, then most of the time people are gonna use it for everything, and it's for really. Sure terrible for for making for making your game popular it's really i mean it's really terrible for bringing i guess it's i guess for bringing people into the scene who would otherwise not give a shit no yeah no i just it's true every character design all boils down to options but that's why i I swear you gotta do it like arc system where you make a game system just the bare bones basic mechanics give you those options then you build your characters then they could be as ridiculous as you want, and then you have other problems like, you know, like Tager and Carl not really being able to ever truly compete, but they're still viable if someone yeah. wants to take the time to master the bare bones mechanics that the game has. And that's that's what you're you're right. Arc System does it right, where they give every character very specific options that they have options that every character has. Um, you know, and it's still a character-based thing. Like you want, it's it's for the fighters, right? So, yeah. you know, but they've done it so that every character has a get off me, an anti-air, a this, a that, and that. You know, every character has something like that, and it's different. You know, there's plenty of da- ways to do it. Um, so the, the game's still diverse, but every character still has a set of options that allow them to compete. Um, exactly, and that's and that's good design. I'm like, actually, you know, I will say they have, they have created some of my favorite just flat out character designs, and I don't even play those characters most of the time. But I'm like, that's so weird and awesome. I wish I would actually learn how to do that. Well, so let's talk about what's <laughs> what's an example of really bad character design. What's, oh, okay. a, what's a what's a character that is an example of someone who. It's like he wasn't playtested, and they just kind of just threw him out there, and it's just like whatever. All right, you know, I got my I got my little pity wagon dragging twelve along, saying it's twelve, but really, I think it's Third Strike Q. Yeah, is one of the worst. Like someone had an idea and didn't flush it out. The idea of him doing his taunt and getting more health. And all the shit he's got going, he could be an awesome character. It was just more than one guy working on that game cared. It's just like, I feel like there's one guy that's like, I got this idea for a character. They're like, whatever, we need another character. Work it out. And they put him in there, and they just never let him flush that character out. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, it is, because there's tons of shittier characters. Like, uh, like I was just going back through all the fighting games I played as a, as a kid, and there's like, all right, have you ever played Eternal Champions? Yeah. Was, yeah, so remember the black guy from the future that had a 
that had a green jumpsuit and, and but it's like the year 2030, but he still got flat top from like 92. Uh, well, because that's when the game was made. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, we're in the future, but brothers are always gonna look the same, right? <laughs> Use some aviators, a flat top with a green jumpsuit, show the future. Terrible, terrible. He even played like shit too, but <laughs> he's by far. I hate him, but man. I hate Q because you play Q and you can taste it. You can taste it's almost like it's like it's like you bite into the shiny red apple and out and you're, and you're you're tasting the delicious and you get to the rotten core and you're and you're just you feel cheated. You know, like <laughs> I'm so close to having such an awesome character. He's he's just that disappointing. Like twelve I get it. I'll do it. Whenever you play 12, you're like, I'm playing 12 to make a point. All right. I'm bottom tier and I'm playing 12 to prove it. And I made him bottom bottom tier. And that's why he's there. But Q, Q could have been great. (laughs) He could have been great. Well, see, mine is, is the opposite. I'm going to go with uh, a character who, uh, you know, is wasn't terrible. Who was so overly ridiculous that you just like, I don't even what. And that is before 2012 uh, Arcade Edition 2012 came out. Was Yun before Arcade Edition? Uh, like before 2012 patch came out, he is like when <laughs> it's like they didn't learn from Third Strike. He's the Homer car of characters where you just <laughs> sticking shit on it. It's like, give it fins and give it an antenna and give it a little bubble and give it a fucking beer dispenser in a cockpit. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, he's got, it's not just that he has all of the, his bases covered, like, because we talked about having uh, a wide variety of options as being good. It's just that everyone around him didn't have options that could compete with his. No, fuck you know? that. They that asshole a command grab. It's yeah. like... He has multiple options for the same thing. You'll never see a match of the of classic uh, arcade edition where Yun uses all of his moves to get it done. He uses maybe half of them. That's a good point. Because every now and then you're like watching him and he's like, this dude's just doing an amazing job of blocking. He's like, he's got the dive kicks down. Yun just can't open him up. He's he's teching all the throws and all of a sudden Yun just does that command thoroughly. Like, I forgot that cox. Sucker can do that. Combo dead. I hate that dude, actually. But he doesn't yeah. disappoint me. I knew. As soon as that fucking dude rolled in with his skateboard, I'm like, okay. We all know who was. The king is here. <laughs> you know, we all knew how to You know, I will say this. All right, this is. he's. It's always the grapplers with Capcom. I was excited for Hakan. Any dude that goes into a fight that's dumping hot cum on his face and just wants to wrestle, I'm excited to see. And I feel like until Infiltration played that dude and started slapping people around with his greasy-ass hands, I was positive Khan would never be worth a damn. It was just he felt like he was missing something important. I guess what he was missing was Infiltration. <laughs> he was missing the best player in the world. That's all. <laughs> No problem. Just put him in the hands of the best player. You know, that was one of those things where it's just like, well, if you put him in the hands of the best players in the world, he'll make it work. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> of course he will. He's infiltration for Christ's sake. I could get yeah. him Dan and he'd get in there and show me some weird links and combos that don't even make any sense. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Yun, the Homer car of characters. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's got everything and more. It's not just that he has what he needs to survive, uh, and he has what he needs to deal with a plethora of situations. He has multiple moves that provide multiple, that serve multiple functions, and then he has more moves that also serve the same function. So, you kind of have to account for multiple of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, you have to account for his his mix-ups, but you also have to account for the, like, because he has crazy mix-ups and cross-ups, but you also have to account for a command throw that the dude has that has a fairly decent range on it. You know, it's like... I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking about, like, wow, yeah, I got nothing. I, I, I hate that guy, but I just... I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that, yeah, he just doesn't disappoint me. I just knew it. And I just love when he came out, they put what, what's his brother's name? Yang or whatever? I don't even know yeah, the dude's Yang. name. And he was like, no one cares. They're like, I'm going to play Yang. I'm like, no, you won't. You're going to get beat by Yun once. You're going to switch. And that's exactly what happened with everybody. <laughs> was, yeah. dude, the top 30. And I was like, I'm sticking with Yang. And he lost. And you don't even remember who he was. Oh. And they're they're all lost and forgotten. So what? So what's an example of good character design then? What's what's one of your favorite character designs ever? Oh shit! Let's just roll it on out. Arc systems. Where to begin? Uh, I hate. No, pick one. Pick one. Just pick Ooh. one. Who's your fa- Who's who do you think is your favorite? Uh, who? It's not not your favorite character, but in your opinion, the best character design. All right. I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. Ah, so tough. Carl, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love the idea. Like, just not the idea. The execution, it still works. He is, he's complicated, but the payoff is always so sweet. He's a, he's like a 10 year old kid and his sister got turned into a six foot something robot. And so the whole, his whole place now revolves around him keeping you between him and his robot sister. And he got control of two of them at the same time. And I am not joking when I say it is hard as fuck. <laughs> like, I remember I spent, like, in the first game, hours just getting what they call the clap trap, where you throw him and his air throw bounces you off the ground, and his sister claps her hand and does damage, and you keep bouncing them into the clap until they die. And the timing is different with every character. And I sat down until I could do the clap trap maybe 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is... He was a he's a complicated character where figuring him out pays off I want to say eighty percent of the time. He's yeah. I don't ever see him beating a Hazama uh, or like or another character or certain characters. But if you take the time to figure out this unique character, it will pay off and it feels like you, you feel rewarded because you suffer trying to figure that shit out because you got picture. Every time you do a move, you're trying to buffer another move behind that for your sister to do. While it's just it's it's like it's, play, it's like having a controller in each hand and trying to play with two characters at the same time. It's yeah, it's it's a, it's an ordeal, but the the payoff, like I said, I love so much arc systems characters, but I feel like the payoff for Carl was just. Just the perfect. It was perfect. It was unique, and it was and rewarding, and I love it. And he's got he's got what he needs to survive. Like 
against all the characters, and some are going to be harder than others, but you're never going to look at this Carl and be like, well, yeah, you just you just got nothing. You're playing 12, he's playing Elena, you're just done. Sorry. You know, you're never going to look at a Carl player and think that. And same thing with Hakeman, you know. He's a guy where if you're able to use his options, because he's got a lot of them, to the fullest extent, you're going to be able to succeed no matter what. Always. Yep. 100% of the time. Yep. So, yeah, that's. I think it's a great example. Mime. Mine is uh, straight up Sarabella, Skullgirls. I think she's... Yep. Yeah, she is the best, most well-designed character I've ever seen. I, I can't, I can't even, I can't even do it. And people, are, and people hate her because she does tons of damage, but that that can be fixed. <laughs> she's her options are she's got very specific moves to deal with very specific circumstances. So anything because because Mike Z plays Tager and and I and I I know his struggle. And so he made this he literally took sat down and he's like this is going to be the grappler for my game. Let me think of everything that a character like this needs to be successful. You know, and, and not to to raffle stomp everyone because you could cheese the shit out of her. You can do all kinds of stuff. Here's all the things that this character needs to cover a wide variety of, of bases. You know, you've got to move just for people in the air. You've got to move just for people that are blocking constantly. You've got to move just for people who spam projectiles constantly. You know, uh. you've, you've got options for a wide variety of situations that people can put you in. And her options don't function for multiple things. You know what I'm saying? Like her, her projectile reflect doesn't serve as an anti-air. Her anti-air doesn't serve as a command grab on the ground. You know, like, it's not... Everything has a very specific... This character is covering... You know, this character has what they need to survive in all circumstances. And so, you know, I know if I got beat as Cerebella, there's something I could have done better, and I can find it. I can pick it out, you know, out uh, out of the match. Yeah, no, I mean, you just, you know, I'm going to say this. You're just happy to have a balanced grappler because you don't even know what that's like. Well, yes, I, that's true. That is true. I mean, but uh, what's I think the last that, time uh, oh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, it's, but you know what, the, the reason that I'm happy to have a balanced grappler and the reason I'm so crazy about this chick is because the reason grapplers are never balanced is because their options are never in sync with the other characters. You know what I'm saying? Like they never have options that match up with other with what the other players have, and so you don't really have your grapplers always fall short in some way, shape, or form, and they make it seem like oh well, you know, you've just got to learn how to dodge fireballs and this that. And I'm like, why? Like why do I need to do something that no one else, including people who have command grabs, have to do? You know what I mean? Like it, why? Why do I have to try harder? Yeah, why does why does my character have to work so much harder to do what he wants to do, and for really not that not as much of a payoff, you know, it, you know. So yes, I it is. I am excited <laughs> to have a, a balanced grappler. But that's what I'm saying. A balanced grappler just means you have a complete character. Most grapplers are incomplete in all these different games. They have options that are missing, just straight up missing from their tool set, you know. 
and 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 you finally get one. And I love it because people are like, she's broken. I'm like, it's just a grappler with a complete tool set. Like, you <laughs> know, grap- like <laughs> a functioning grappler. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a grappler that can, that you can't cheese out without a lot of effort. You know, it's, it, that's all it is. It's just, and people are like, oh, it's bullshit. She does so much damage. You don't need to do any. I'm like, she's, and she's complicated. Like, she's got a lot, she's got diverse combos. She's got, I mean, she's got a ridiculous art style. The bitch wears a hat with muscles that grabs you and throws you. <laughs> and her anti-air is the muscle hat throws up the throws up the devil horns and it plays rock and roll music it's fucking incredible (laughs) it's true you know it's i hate the bitch but i get why you like her and yeah i can't really complain i just hate her because she's just the worst because i'm like playing peacock and i'm like i'm playing like i'm pretending i'm in a cartoon yo ho ho and you're just you just like a little me. shorty that smokes cigars and shoots laser beams and drops anvils on people. She drops an anvil on you. She drops a steamroller on you. She has a crew of bombs that she throws at you. There's a guy called Boxcart Box George. He's a bomb that drives a car and blows up when he hits you. I love that chick, dude. It's, it's so much fun to play Peacock. Yeah, dude. I and So, okay, so we've talked enough about all these things that we talk about, oh, it's great when characters have this. If we were to build a perfect character, what are things that a character needs, regardless of the game? I mean, focusing mainly on 2D fighters. Dive like kick. what? A dive kick? You think every character needs a dive kick? It may, it's, it's like butter, dude. Put it on everything, oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, come on. What is a tool? What are what are tools that every character needs to deal with? I mean, you're you're playing against. Up between eight and thirty other people who all have different things to make that make them unique because they're not all cookie cutters. So you're being able, you're putting in, being put in a wide variety of situations. What do you give these characters to help them generally deal with all the shenanigans that can be thrown at them? I mean, like, like you gotta have a strong basic mechanics thing. So my my requirements flat out would be you gotta have an air block, a ground roll, and a guard meter. And then just build from there. I would prefer to have a just defense system. And then from there, you just got to know what your character, this character is going to be. It's like, okay, you got, that's why I said, that's why I like arc systems. Cause they're like, this character is going to have this gimmick. What's that gimmick? It's like, okay, this is going to be a gay guy that fights with a pull cue. All right. So how are we going to make that work with this character? And how is that going to play? And then they shape a character around that. Yeah. Or you it's just, you gotta know what that character is. This character gonna be a zoner. How are they going to zone? So it, it's really one of those things that comes down very heavily on fucking character design. Like, that's one of the things that, like, I mean, art design. Like, that's one thing that kind of irks me about Street Fighter. Sagat is mostly a zoning character, but he's seven feet tall and rippled in muscles. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop throwing fireballs and just break them over your knee. Like, there's, there's no need for all this magic, dude. Just run over there, grab that bitch, and break her in half. You have yeah, but, the muscle to do it. 
but I would argue, I mean, because you're right, you know, there's the guard gauge and all that stuff, but every character needs some sort of get-off-me move, something that stops them from getting, you know, totally just constantly rushed down when they're waking up off the ground. A character needs an anti-air. They need a way to deal with projectiles that's consistent, that's not like, oh, if you time it and you're in a very specific spot on this, come on. It, a, a consistent way of dealing with projectiles that's not blocking, and a consistent way of opening up a character that's blocking recklessly. So those are my four things. A get-off-me, an anti-air, uh, a way of opening someone up that's blocking recklessly, and a way of consistently dealing with projectiles that isn't blocking and jumping. But those are things though, that every character needs. Yeah, but, like, depending on the character, is going to tell you how you, like, if you got a zoning character, you're going to probably want a get-off-me move that has a knockback. So then they have to they have to be weary of the knockback, otherwise they lose all the progress they made getting to you. Yeah. If you well, have like yeah. if you have a rush down character, it all depends. Like you don't want to give them a knockback. Maybe you want to give them a hard knockdown or something that'll lead to a combo or knock up for a juggle. It all depends. And then like so you get the character with certain options, like I don't want to give a zoning character a knockback if that zoning character also has a gap closer that should be used as a dodge to avoid trouble, but can be used to follow up and lead to some combos you never saw the making, you know? Well, well yeah, full- that's, the game has to be beta tested and has to be, but that, but what I'm saying is, is you have things like, uh, for example, like, yes, you're right. The character design diversifies what those things are. So for example, Zanjeev's anti-air is going to grab you and put you down on the ground in front of him Whereas Zato 1's anti, well, your Zato 1 anti-air, no, we're not going to do Zato 1. Arakune's anti-air is going to pop you up and fling you across the screen away from him. But both of them serve the same purpose. They stop you from doing ridiculous shit in the air without thinking. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, true. I mean, both, I mean, you pretty much covered the four basic things, but like it all gets whittled down to more, very like specific things. When you, you get a character, you focus on a character and what a character is going to be. And I think the problem with a lot of characters now is they lack a lot of that focus. Yeah. Like you, they were just like, oh, I'm surprised he doesn't have a fireball. Although he has that bullshit, like, you know, palm thing and it gets rid of fireballs. It's a damn fireball. That thing flies like it covers like a quarter of the screen when he does it. And it part of the air. Like, it's. That is literally a character that just didn't have any focus. They're like, he's going to do everything because we're not sure what we want him to do. Yeah. And then, like, and in a fighting game, you cannot have a jack-of-all-trades master of none because someone's going to take that dude and make him master whooping your ass. Yeah. You can you never have characters. You need, you need characters that have focus on grappling and zoning. But, you know, when you think about it, grappling versus zoning characters – Grappling and zoning are just two different ways of opening someone up. You know what I'm saying? But every character needs a way of opening someone up. Like your the the zoner's way of opening someone up who's blocking recklessly is to barrage them with ranged attack with safe attacks. A grappler's way of opening someone up who's blocking recklessly is to throw is to hit them with an unblockable move at very close range. You know what I mean? But it's still serving the same purpose. You know, and and yes, you're choosing, but you're right. You're choosing how this character is going to execute those those four basic things that a character needs. 
you know, and that's what makes the characters different. That's what makes them, because okay. you know, yeah, and they, and they can all have gimmicks. They can have magnetism and cursing and shit like that, but they have to have those four. They have to have one option that serves just one of those four roles, that, that serves each of those four roles, and only those four roles. I'm not talking anti-air that's also sure you can go through fireballs and whatever the get-off-me bullshit. No. Simple. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, just, it's just, I was just looking at all the characters. I'm like, all the characters I hate lack any focus. They're just in between. Like, I get, like, I you got to Ryu, and Ryu just does everything so well, but not well. They, but they say not well enough. But I'm like, Di- how long has Daigo been beating the shit out of people with Ryu? Like since like, the beginning of fucking time. It's just like you have a Ryu, but like with with uh, with Blaze Blue, you have a Ryu character, and he revolves around getting you locked down with combos and block strings so he can get some health back. Because he has no health, and because yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you got it's, it's. I wish more Capcom games had that a focus because that focus makes it just makes all the difference. Otherwise, you get a lot of units that have multiple answers to those four things you really need in a fighting game. Exactly, and then yeah. you can actually think dynamically about how you're going to fight a character if you know what someone's anti-air is. You're like, okay, this character's going to do... If I jump in the air recklessly, this character's going to do this move to me. I, I, you know... So, okay, so maybe I can get him to bait it out. Maybe I can get him to do it recklessly for no reason. You know, maybe I can still make it work out. And then you actually have a mind game that's going on with this within within the game. It's not just like, I'm going to jump in on Yoon, and I'm going to get hit. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to get hit, and it's going to suck. You know it's probably going to be like, a dive kick. Yeah, it, might, it could be whatever. He could just do whatever, and you're just gonna get hit. You know, it's just, it's just. So yeah, so that's 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 what I say. Four things: opening up people who block recklessly, anti-air for people who jump recklessly, get off me move for people who rush down recklessly, and uh, shit. What was the fourth one? Oh shit, dude, you lost me because I was just thinking about how shitty it is to fight you. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously like sitting here thinking like man. Oh, oh projectiles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people at home. Projectiles, okay? <laughs> deal with projectiles. Uh people deal with people who use projectiles recklessly, deal with people who jump recklessly, deal with people who block block recklessly, and deal with people who rush you down recklessly. Those four things, you have one tool at least, or one gimmick that will allow you to deal with them pretty consistently. No, that's good. But, I mean, here's my one gripe with that. When you do do that, you do it well, it becomes a lot about your character knowing each character, his matchup with each, like, of the other characters. So that kind of makes a whole, like, another gap between new players and more veteran players. But now that I said it out loud, it's not really a gap that I really care about. No. And if you have... Fun, like I said earlier, if you have fun, like, have you, because that's where when you give characters flourishes, gimmicks, things like that, that's where the fun comes in. You only care about the character gap when you want to compete. You know what I mean? When you start wanting to win consistently, 
You know, if you can get in there and I'm like, I'm punching people and magnetizing them. I got a couple of hits. This is awesome. Oh, shit. I blew up the earth with this move. And, you know, yeah, then you don't care and you just you'll just have fun. But when the game needs the depth past the point that new players have joined and they like it and they've, you know, researched what they need to research, uh, you know, the depth will be there. Once the if, the if the characters in the game have those things. And that could come from a universal mechanic, like a burst, or it could come from many. They come from very specific character design. Oh, burst, yes. The best. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. He just reminded me of, yeah. Oof, burst. So we're going we're gonna to move on to our character of the week. The Raging Demon, oh. Akuma, from, uh, we're going we're gonna to deal with the Street Fighter Four. Arcade edition uh, version in honor of all the success that Infiltration has been having recently. Why is he doing so well with this character? Akuma has too many options. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, perfect. I just, just perfect character to bring up. He's, if he had a command grab, he'd be Yoon with less health. But he does more damage. Like, he can zone you and he can rush you down. Akuma has. Too many options. Technically, and Akuma does have a command grab, but he can only use it when you're standing. Yeah. Well, lifestyle, you're never going to waste your meter on no, it. No, no. His demon flip. He does the demon oh. flip, and then he does a punch. He's got a, du- he's got a jumping command throw. I mean, granted, it only works when you're standing up. Uh, or, I don't even know. Yeah. Because it, 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 only... it turns into a dive kick, and that's more important. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got one like he's he's got one you know and it's just one more thing because you're like i'm gonna block this jumping thi- oh it's a throw that i can't tack <laughs> like yeah so, yeah dude, akuma's just and the thing is i i can live with it because he's got such little health if you don't know what you're doing you'll still get the shit kicked out of you yeah if you make a mistake you can't make mistakes with akuma but uh, yeah. you get but if you don't make mistakes, then you win 100% of the time. <laughs> it's so true. And then you can play Hakan and slap people to death. He, yeah, and they're like, oh, Kuma doesn't make... But you know what it is? Like, they use his health as an excuse for everything, right? Where it's like, oh, well, he's just got low health, so all you got to do... I'm like, all I got to do is what? Beat the guy with a dive kick, hard knockdown a really fast sweep, a really weird screen crossing normal, two different types of fireballs, an air fireball. like A double air fireball. That a is double air terror. fireball, weird jump arcs, weird cross-ups, like hurricane kicks that move through project. Like, I, I just got to get through that, and, have, and then I'll be fine, because he'll die real quick. Did you see the dude do the, uh, I love that video. There's a video of that dude doing an EX hurricane kick to, to dodge an ultra and then dropping down and doing lifestyle on the guy. Cause apparently an EX hurricane kick stops you in the air wherever you do that motherfucker and you just do it. Yeah. And so, I mean, just too many options is, is insane. Like I used to play with someone. Oh, I like zoning. But if you make any mistakes, you will get fucked up. But yeah, give it to a, a Korean guy with a serial killer's calm, and you got a you got an ass whooping coming your way. And he not only that, he just does a ton of damage. Uh, you know, the guy he'll he'll beat any grappler with uh, six million life to death in a in a heartbeat, and he'll do it with a really gnarly grimace 
with flames coming out of his eyes, and you're just gonna feel weak about yourself. He's he's all man mode, you know, and it's and it's and it's awesome. But he he's got uh, he's just like you said, he's got too many options. You know what kills another thing about I feel like him suggests to switch bodies. Is everything about Akuma is just. Man mode, like, and everything about Sagat is, like, zoning. I feel like those character models should just switch. <laughs> Give Akuma a tie kick and, a be, two, and two levels of fireballs. And that's like, it. Dude, like, did you ever see, it's terrible, but have you ever see the Street Fire Alpha anime? Yeah, of course. Do, do you remember, did you see Akuma for a split second and he's seven feet tall? I'm like, that's what I always pictured Akuma being. But you get in, you know what? It's like it's like when I finally saw pictures of that, and this is a real live guy. This karate guy used to beat bulls to death, right? I'm like, oh shit, that's real. I saw a picture of him. He looks like the guy that does your laundry, but he's super buff. Like, <laughs> and like you you hear about Akuma, you see him do all this shit, and you get in the game, and it's that dude at the laundry mat with some beads and some. Weird hair gel thing he just did, you know? I feel like he should be in Sagat's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's throwing crazy kung fu magic at you. <laughs> just, it just upsets me. I'm like, and I'm like, he has no health. I'm like, oh, man, if you just took away some of his options, gave him some more health, and made him look as intimidating as as you want him to be, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm it irks well, me fighting games when shit like that happens. So how do you fight him? How do you beat Akuma? Oh, dude, you wait for him to make a mistake because now all of them are infiltration. So one dude will get too horny. <laughs> and the favorite, like, the favorite scrub move for an Akuma is he's like, I'm just out of mid-range. I don't want to throw a fireball because you might just, like, you know, focus, attack, dash through it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna do that double roundhouse. Just wait for it and sweep him and dump him on his ass. Like it happens every time. And every scrub Akuma will always waste all of his meter on that funky double air fireball because he doesn't know what else to do to you if you keep blocking. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think you're exactly right. But you know, <laughs> my advice: don't be afraid to keep it simple with Akuma. Just like you said, you know, you wait for him to make a mistake and then you capitalize. But when you capitalize, like, if you're playing, you know, you're, if you're playing somewhat regularly, you've got all kinds of ideas of, like, you've maybe watched a YouTube video, you got all this shit, you know, oh, this is how you punish these moves, and this is how you do this, and these are all these different things I can... Fuck that. Akuma does a short you can that you block, just sweep him. Dude, He'll take uh, a quarter of his life away, just sweep him. Who cares? You know, <laughs> yeah, don't get fancy. Don't, you know, because if you make a mistake, he will kill you. No, dude, I love it. Especially with Sagat, you give, he just whips and you give him that heavy right and you just see it in his life bar just drop. I'm like, I can do that all day, baby. <laughs> Tiger! <laughs> just, just like, whenever you see that dude, he's like, I'm going to do this thing. And I'm like, okay, just wait, wait. Boom! Just hit him in the face. He's like, oh, yeah, how's that feel? Does everything smell like pennies? Because I'm pretty sure I broke your nose. <laughs> Just take it back to Street Fighter 2, where there's not, there's no combo longer than, like, three hits, and you're just like, bucket, tiger knee, that's how I punish. And look, a quarter <laughs> of your health is gone. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how you deal with it. 
He's actually, yeah, like I said, but if you find the Kuga doesn't make mistakes, he'll brutalize you. Like, and there's something, and, uh, I don't know, something about when Akuma gets rolling, his momentum must be his superpower, because he takes it, and he just, he just sucks it, all the momentum right out of you if he gets going, and you're just dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's my pro tip. If you get hit with a lights out, don't despair. All right, it sucks. You got hit <laughs> game. We know. Take a deep breath. You can still do this. Because I don't know how many times I've gotten hit with a lights out. That's when the whole next round thing, I should just kill myself. That <laughs> dude hit me with a lights out like I'm, like I'm a scrub. I must be a scrub. It's over. Don't do that. Yeah. It, <laughs> don't don't despair when the raging demon beats you to death. <laughs> this fucking move. Because you're not on stage and, oh, man. That, <laughs> my be- best Akuma moment ever, dude talks shit to Tokido on stage and he he beats him with the he beats his ass with akuma and then when he does the raging demon because akuma puts his arms down and he like looks over his shoulder at your dead body after he does his lights out super where if you don't know the super is he flies across the screen on and he and it looks like he's ice skating like he's got his he's got his he's got his plie like tucked up in there under his calf and he slides across the screen he grabs you by the shirt the light like the screen goes dark you get hit like 99 times and then you then the lights come back on and your character's dead on the ground and he's standing there with his back to you he's <laughs> looking over his shoulder it's so pimp but, <laughs> but he does it and in um and Tokido did it, who's one of the best serial killing Akuma play in Street Fighter 4 players in the world. And he did it to this dude who was just trolling the shit out of him. And he did it to him, and he's jumped up in front of the projector so that when it projected this symbol, it always projects a, a symbol of murder on Akuma's back whenever he wins. So he jumped up in front of the projector and stood in front of the screen, so it projected the symbol onto his back instead of onto Akuma's back. That's <laughs> so oh, fucking dude. awesome. I can't believe he got... I'm like, dog, you're on stage and he got hit with a lights out. I would have just died of embarrassment. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get Skittles on here for one of these, man. <laughs> But yeah, like that Kuma, man, that guy. God bless him. You know, (laughs) that's the other thing. Oh, here's my other advice. Every now and then, and Akuma will think he's clever by doing teleports. Let him land one mix-up off that teleport. Then when he teleports, you sweep him and dump him on his ass. (laughs) He'll remember why no one does the teleport anymore. (laughs) <laughs> he's just going to pick up he's going to make that sound and you're just going to sweep and you're going to dump him on his ass yeah yeah. so so that's it ladies and gentlemen that's character of the week for this week uh, for those of you who don't know I mean the, the character of the week is always submitted by you the people uh, people who you know just send us what they, what they want to hear about send emails if you got a character of the week that you'd like to hear us uh, talk about on the air Keep it classy podcast at gmail.com. Now, before we um, 
Yeah, we're, we're going to move on. You know, before we finish out the show, we like to do a little Q&A and we like to read some of our reviews from some of our some of our favorite folk out there in the Internet land. So this Q&A from this week comes from X Serves Six. Yeah, X Serves Six is his name. And he says, who does the Keep It Classy crew root for at tournaments? Do you have any favorite players to watch? Love the podcast. Well, Savage, who do you root for at tournaments? Uh, I can't, I can't lie. My man, Chris G, like, uh, I don't usually like, uh, New Yorkers, but, uh, <laughs> I just, he's, the way he, like, just the way he puts them through the bullet hell with Morgana. Yeah. It's just, he's what I want to be. Like, back when he was playing Chris, and he was just shooting people with that Magnum, he's always been, I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I just, I love me some Chris G. Well, I think uh, I I am a huge Daigo fan. I I love 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 watching Daigo because you know what it is is when I watch Daigo play, he's just like uh, he's like the perfect samurai that got beat by a that got beat by a dude with a weird looking sword. You know what I mean? <laughs> he got beat by a dude with a gimmick where he's just he's 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 got he's mechanically perfect. You know what I mean? In every way. He does he never drops combos. He never misses opportunities. And he never, ever, ever loses unless you throw something at him he's not seen before. And uh, if you throw it at him, he's and but if you if you mix him up, like he's so uh Yeah, he, he reminds me of an anime character that's like so bored of beating people to death that he forgot what it's like to to improvise. In a street fight. <laughs> hey, man. The world's best swordsman doesn't fear the second. He fears the worst. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's going to do. He could throw his sword at me for all I know. Like that. He's he's the samurai that loses to that kid samurai that throws his sword at him like a tomahawk. <laughs> he's like, no way you just... Oh. <laughs> Oh man, gets beat to death by an oar. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, but that's why I love watching him because I'm like, this is you you when you watch him, you you're watching the perfect Street Fighter match play out until it turns into a blood sport, and someone's just like, I got this Daigo tech that I've got just for you, baby. <laughs> they pull it out and then he, and then he and then he has to struggle and it's really sad. But it's so cool watching him play for you. <laughs> Dude, I think you just like it because you're both borderline personalities. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Did you know he, he, uh, when he, <laughs> everyone has the headphones on stage, when he, and everyone's, because everyone's got music, you know, like fucking Noel Brown's probably listening to fucking Kanye while he's on stage, and Chris G's <laughs> probably listening to Metallica, and you just, like, <laughs> you're just up there. Listening I'm, to the Epo theme song. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. That was mean. That was mean. Uh, Noel Brown, because I'm sorry, but but you probably do. It's true, isn't it? Look at yourself in the mirror. It's true. So, but no, he listens to Daigo. Just listens to pure silence. Doesn't even listen to the sound of the game. It's just quiet in his crazy serial killer head. I can't even do that just sitting here, let alone play a fighting game. <laughs> he's one with everything when he's beating people, man. Yeah. He is one with the universe. He just wants to hear the sound of their desperation. 
So, yeah, so I hope that helps out, uh, Exter. Uh, we always appreciate when you guys, uh, you know, take an interest in some extra things here besides, uh, besides fighting games. We like, we like to hear, we like to hear these kinds of topics. You know, we like to talk about us. I guess that's what I'm saying. Anything that helps us talk about us, we love. So, <laughs> so before we sign off, again, ladies and gentlemen, please, um, uh, please review us on iTunes. Give us our five star ratings. I'm going to read a, a five star review from uh, from one of our favorite people in the world in a second here. But uh, yeah, give us look us up on iTunes. Just keep it classy. Give us five stars. Review us. Tell your friends that your support is really how we 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 keep this going. I mean, and that sounds ridiculous, but having people that care is what makes us care. You know what I mean? So that's it's really important to us. Send us emails. Do anything you can. We we really really appreciate it. We need this. We need this, and we need you. We need you. Okay, so okay, so this review, this five star review, comes in from you. Just jealous, and um, <laughs> you just jealous says this is a great gaming podcast. There aren't really any fighting game podcasts out there at the moment, and it's great to finally find one. You guys really know what you're talking about, and are hilarious to boot. Keep it up. Thank you, you just jealous. We love you too. You keep it up too. You keep listening. Oh, man, I am jealous. I didn't think of that. Can you imagine? <laughs> you just got beat by you just jealous. Damn it. Yeah. What have I been doing with my life? Yeah, it's all over, man. Cut to. And I'm here with my friend David Ivy, aka You Just Jealous Too. <laughs> oh, that might just have to happen. You <laughs> fucked up, you just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Savage, uh, why don't you take a sec? You lure him in real sweet, and we'll finish him off. All right, you stay sexy out there. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>